You're listening to the EE Podcast. My name is Dane Thomas. So I'm going to be referencing spiral dynamics a lot in this conversation. Is it a conversation? It's a monologue really, isn't it? But I, I'm feeling you there. I'm talking to you and I'm, I'm hoping you're receiving and I'm trying to feel you even though I'm sitting in my house by myself right now and you're listening to me in a future time. So let's call it a conversation. I learned spiral dynamics in about 2011 and it really did change how I look at the world quite a lot. You know, so much so that I ended up creating a healing modality based on and named after that model. But even outside of what I, the spiral, as in the healing modality, the spiral, spiral dynamics, which was a system for understanding values and what they call values memes or or sort of levels of intelligence that emerge, um, came out of the 60s. Professor Claire Graves is the one who sort of uncovered this this theory or this model and then it was get shaped by other people and popularized by Ken Wilber, the integral guy. And it really, really has shaped my world. And I sort of use it as a shorthand, which is rad when I hang around with people who, who know some spiral dynamics and are good with maps and models and stages of development. But I'm often around other people who are like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, some of my team are like, what is he on about? I think I'll explain the levels another time i'm going to do a little TikTok series on it so there's a reference there but in short there are eight levels currently covered by spiral dynamics um, and i often shorthand them in numbers they, they're color coded in the traditional model right but i often think of them in in numerically so level one relates to survival level two to uh, tribal kind of community level three to the individual or the egoic level. And level four is really about, it has different names, but it's really about where the state, the structure, laws, and the system appears. And so I've often thought about my relationship to business through this system. And level five, incidentally, is the expansion-oriented level. It's where capitalism comes in, where technology comes in. They call it the orange meme in classical spiral dynamics. And the orange meme is about expansion, growth, achievement, etc. But I want to talk about level four right now. Level four is where we move to a reality where we subordinate ourselves to a system, to a set of rules, to a set of laws, to structures that govern things. And so we might think of like a teenager growing up is really they, it's where we unlock our level three. It's the desire for sovereignty, individuality, um, getting what we want when we want, impulsive, I want this, I do this, can't tell me what to do, right? Freedom kind of kicks in at that level and sovereignty. And level four might be like the parent trying to run a household you know look if you live in our house you've got to be home by 8 p.m and you've got to go to bed by 11 and you know you've got to do your chores and that's that's how we run things it's an attempt to hold some level four some rules some structures and i grew up as a rebel i in my teenage years you know i i went from being this nerdy quiet sort of nerdy introverted kid somehow into 
being a pretty fierce, pretty intense rebel. You know, I got into hip hop. I started wearing baggy jeans and bandanas and shoplifting and talking back to teachers and walking out of class if I got pissed off and getting in fights and so on and so forth, you know. And I, really, I was trying to find my identity. You know, I didn't like the football, jock, rugby culture of my school. I went to a Christian boys' school, which I had asked to go to, incidentally, in when I was 12 because I wanted to go there because I thought they would have better computers and it would help me become a professor or a nerd or a science guy or whatever I thought I was going to be. <laughs> By the time I was hitting 14 and 15, that was all, that was all falling apart and I wanted to be... I listened to Ice-T, Cypress Hill, Public Enemy, and I wanted to be a motherfucking gangster, yo. And I gave it, gave it my best crack. It didn't work out so great. But really what was happening was I was railing against the, what I felt the constrictive culture and rules. And as a result, I had some pretty traumatic brushes with the law. I ended up getting locked up a couple of times. I got some fairly serious criminal charges leveled against me as a, as a 16 year old. Um, and you know, I ended up in and out of courtrooms and had, a, had some pretty bad experiences with the law, the legal system. And it was my first going head to head with what I call level four, the moral level or the, um, the absolute level or the, or the system, you know, went head to head with the system. Fast forward into my 30s, when I was mid to late 30s, I'd built the Spiral Institute, which is based around a cross between kinesiology, neuro-linguistic programming, energy work, the chakra system, and spiral dynamics. How meta is this? We're using spiral dynamics to unpack something called the spiral, which is based around spiral dynamics. Um, and at the beginning, it was all good. I just My friends came and became practitioners, and people I knew became practitioners. And I kind of built this community and it was all sweet. And every year we'd train, you know, 20 or 30 more people, 50 more people. And this community would gradually grow. And it was all good, you know. And I just figured we'd all hang out in this group and everyone would kick ass and make money and heal people and change the world. And it would be awesome. And it was only around 2016 when I started to realize that some people weren't using the protocols correctly. Some people weren't doing the tools the way that you were kind of meant to do the tools and that was risky and that was you know, bad for the brand and that could potentially hurt clients and so then I found myself in the awkward position of being this rebel who had created this thing who then needed to start laying down rules and it was very uncomfortable and I didn't want to do it. And when I did it, some of the people in there didn't like it and some of them left and some of them I had to kick out and some of them still don't like me to this day over that stuff. And it was very interesting because that was what was happening in the community. But in my business, I was having the same struggle as well of where like I always enjoyed the part of entrepreneurship that is like based on my talents and my creativity and my ideas, I can make up cool shit and sell it and that gets me money and that gets me significance and that makes us create stuff for people and those people get benefits from that stuff and it's rocking, right? It's fun and it's really freedom oriented. That means I can run some stuff, make some money, then not do nothing for a little while and travel or go and do retreats or adventures or write a book or 
sit on my ass or train jujitsu or whatever I want for three or four months and maybe I'll launch something else later. Problem is that that level will only get you so far. There's a great book by Roger Hamilton called um, The Millionaire Master Plan. He uses also these levels too. And he, the colors, the colors drive you crazy. But in his level, in his system, yellow is the level he calls the player, which is the one I'm talking about. When you get good at making offers and you can do stuff, but it's basically you running the show. Maybe you've got a team member or two, but it's basically you driving. The level above it, um, he, what does he call it? Performer, he calls it. It's one person leading a team and the team all orient around one vision and some systems and they work towards one outcome and they're able to achieve a lot more with less effort because they're more organized. The journey to doing this has been incredibly challenging and rewarding for me because I came into entrepreneurship with the belief of I'm free man, no one can fucking tell me what to do. I don't wanna to have to turn, I don't wanna turn like a job, I hated jobs, you know, I have to go to the same place every day, it's so boring. What I've found as I've stabilized my business and built teams is like, oh, we need a team meeting. We need a strategic plan. We need a set of things that we're committed towards. We need to systemize some stuff. We need to build um, SOPs and fucking strategies and systems and timelines and things like that. And But that's terrible because I'm all about freedom and making shit up on the spot, you know? And so there is this dance between Spiral Dynamics Level 3, freedom, do what you want when you want, and systems, organization, structure, Level 4, which involves a little bit of sacrifice now for future gain. Um, and it involves setting some things in place that rinse and repeat and operate on autopilot, and it involves having principles and, dare I say it, rules. And so... I share this because I'm, I'm starting to get kind of good at level four. I'll never be a level four centered person in how I look at the world. Like I, um, to switch models and look at my astrology, my midheaven, which relates a lot to your career and your public persona and how you, what you get known for. I have, um, my midheaven is in Scorpio and I have Uranus in my midheaven. Uranus very much relates to eccentricity, rebellion, creativity, quirkiness, doing things your own way. And Scorpio relates to kind of like darkness, intensity, sex, death, the occult, those kind of things. So you basically get an eccentric, creative, rebellious, innovative rebel in the realms of sex, death, magic, density, darkness, and intensity. Oh, hello, Dark Wizard Branding. So that's part of my how I feel authentic to show up in the world. But there are other parts of me that I guess are maturing enough to understand that actually for me to have what I want, particularly on a big picture vision and particularly on, in terms of financial freedom and in terms of the kind of freedom that allows me to create without having to do all the work myself, that means agreeing to systems, to sets of rules, to sets of principles and letting those things be built around me and you having shared vision and shared operating rhythms with a team of people and committing. This, this is the one, commitment. 
And it's really interesting because the more I lean into commitment, the more stable I feel, the more powerful I feel, and the more I feel that others can take the weight off me and I can more hold like a, um, a figurehead role or a, I can be like a pillar or I can be like a, I don't know, almost like a, f- a free agent. It's a little bit of that Jocko Willink thing, you know, it's like discipline equaling freedom. And so I share that because I'm sure there's many of you out there that, are, that might be struggling with that. But on some level, you need to learn where you are okay to give up certain freedoms to have more stability and organization, which in turn will unlock other freedoms later on higher up the spiral or higher up the levels of development. So that's all for now. Thanks for listening and Yeah, if you want to know more about the Esoteric Entrepreneur Academy, please get in touch. If you are vibing this podcast, please share it with other people. Hopefully it's valuable. All right, peace out.